You are listening to the Cubby Podcast with the Cubby Cast and your host, Tyrone Lewis. Welcome to the Cubby. Be back for another installment. Appreciate you guys for coming, sitting here in the Cubby. I'm your host, T. Lou. T. Lou, do the do is what they call me. I earned that last name just to let y'all know what it is because I make it do what it did. But welcome to the Cubby, guys. Before we get started, before we always get started, I just looked over to Jared. Jared, the man over here. That's Jared, our engineer, our sound engineer. He's the one that put this all together. We're just in here. But we also got to introduce our cast members, right? These are the ones that really make the engine go. We got that man to the right, all of our marketing expertise that really go on for the Cubby. Go ahead. Yes, sir. This your boy, GP. Catch your boy at GP Music World. All one word on the Grizzy. Aye. I was waiting for that. I ain't I, I know what to do if I ain't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Been a long time. We back, baby. And then we got the <laughs> the Sultan of uh, introduction. Hey, it's your boy Russ <laughs> underscore Great Bambino. Great Bambino in the grid. I'm in the ground. All right, Russ, man, you was here last episode, but you wanna you wanna hitting streak, man. You've been ahead quite consistently, man. So I want to say thank Russ. I know he's always on the road traveling, doing his salesman thing. So he's back in the building, dropping those gems. Yo, Russ, I had somebody this other day say, who that, uh, who that, uh, the one from uh, New Orleans? <laughs> I said, yeah, that's Russ. You're like, yeah, I like that brother. I like that brother. That brother cool. That brother know what he talking about. <laughs> appreciate <laughs> Appreciate that, folk. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I don't know if you know Russ. I don't know if you really know. <laughs> nah, but I just want to shout y'all out, man. But before we continue, as you guys already know, all our long-standing listeners, we start with the cubby rules, don't we? Yes, sir. We always start with those cubby rules. So the first rule of the cubby is, there are no rules to the cubby. Second rule of the cubby is, whatever you bring, you got to fan it. Third rule of the cubby is, be yourself. Because ain't nobody worried about you in the cubby. Very, very important rule right there. Very, very important rule on that. Fourth rule, stay on your P's and Q's. Because you never know what happened in the cubby. Fifth rule, the most important rule. You only get three times in the cup. Someone those three times up. Those three times is up. Mm-hmm. We got a topic of the day. And this is one of my, my, my favorite ones that we're just going to shoot out right here. But as I mentioned before, man, one time I was called a teacher's pet and I almost slapped the taste out this motherfucker for calling me that. <laughs> just because I do my homework and hand it in on time and I'm not outside before the bell ring. I'm the teacher's pet. So the real reason is, teacher's pet is our topic of the day. But we got I got to ask y'all a, a fundamental question. As a generation, are we hustling backwards or forwards? Being a superstar worker in the workplace, where does it really get you? What's the benefits? And are you really an employee or a boss? So I want to get y'all opinions on that in terms of the generation. Have y'all seen people that... At the end of the day, really put in that extra star effort to get that gold star on there. Yeah, poor car. I've been. I got a couple people I work with. It would be like that. So how do you handle them though? Like, are you cool, cool with them, or you like one of those? Come on, man. No, nah, you do it too much. Like, I just do your thing. That's how you want to move. <laughs> at the end of the day, don't thug it. <laughs> I always say, and what I've learned in the industry, you can put in this word. You can go to every dinner. You can go to every event. Numbers speak for themselves. It's one. They can't deny if you put the numbers up. And then two, most of the time, if that boss or that manager or whoever that person is that's looking to promote you or put you in that position of power in the next level, 
most of the time they want to see themselves in you. That's man. how that's how the shit. Oh no, wait a minute, brother! You can't skip by that. What you mean? See themselves in you? That's how the shit work. Think about it. Let's talk about it, bro. Let's, right, let's, let's take a step back. Let's take a step back. Let's take a step back. All right, peep this, right? So if I'm a boss, all right, and I know how, how what I did and what I how I worked to come up, and then I see you, and it's kind of similar, right? But you, you know, you you taking it to the next level. And it's like, damn, I wish I was doing some shit like that when I was, you know, in that position or that time of my job. But I still see a little bit of myself in you, and be like, man, he might be alright. <laughs> I fuck with him. I fuck with him. <laughs> Nah, you just that motherfucker just, you know, you just doing some work. And, so, uh, uh, be fuckable is, is what you're saying? A pause. <laughs> whoa, <laughs> dog. Whoa. Skirt, skirt. Wait a minute. Skirt, skirt. Wait a minute. Is that I what you said? always goes too far. Tell <laughs> you what it do. What are you doing? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> but they have to be able to, uh, be able to connect with you is what you're saying. Have someone that's able to connect with you because if they connect with you and they see themselves in you, then they already have that trust level in you. That's what I heard. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. In layman's terms. <laughs> so, so don't be fuckable is what you said? Oh, next. Next. <laughs> but real shit, though, is being too good at what you do just lead you to do more for somebody else? G, what you think on that, man? Facts. <laughs> Facts. If I'm too good at my job, does that just allow me to do more work for the person above me? And you're going to continue to do more work. But how? But how is that possible? What don't people strive to get accomplishments? Get that employee of the month. Get that employee of the year. So if I'm too good at my job, is it a fact for you to really say I'm just going to do it for somebody else? Isn't that what being an employee is? I think yeah, but at the same time, like when you're when you're working and you make it look easy, quote unquote, easy. You know what I mean? That's when people are going to expect you to do more. You know, and it also raises a, a, a level, a standard that you are now known to operate at. So if you always hustling uh, and working extra hard and doing this and that and making sure you're on time and you're always holding up this sort of example, like they always going to look at you to be perfect. You know, you always going to get the extra load maybe because you're always finishing 10 minutes before everybody else or whatever you're else you're doing, like. Yeah, you're going to get some more work. They're going to hit you with that. Hey, T. Louis, go ahead and knock that out for me. <laughs> it's going to take you like five. It's going to take me like an hour. Yep. Y'all go been ahead, in those man. situations, especially about these presentations, brother. The next thing you know, you're going to be. And it's up to you because are you going to get tired? Yeah, you're going to be complaining to the Are you going to crack? Are you going to keep hey, it real man. or keep it calm? They always ask me to do some. <laughs> They always asking me to do some extra shit. Especially on PowerPoint. At the wild, boy. You be like, all right, nah. You be like, damn, brother. Like, you the person that keep agreeing to that shit. <laughs> yeah. That's your fault, goddamn. I feel like this subject really works in the sales industry. What happens if you keep hitting your numbers, Russ? Are they just going to keep moving the needle? Oh, hell yeah. So is it advantageous for you to keep hitting those numbers? Nah, sometimes you got to know. Because, right, so, so like, it's, it's always the goal to hit 100%. Right, and you know if you go over one hundred, that next shit they gonna be like, okay, you you went over one hundred, so we gonna we was already gonna increase your shit for you hitting one hundred. Yeah, now you didn't hit one ten. We about to double your increase. Wait, one ten? That's a, that's a real number? Oh yeah, I'm one twenty right now, baby. Bonus <laughs> about to be man, fat. All about it. <laughs> Bonus about to be fat. <laughs> you know, we worry about next shit, next shit. That's what we always say. <laughs> Look, we halfway through the year, baby. <laughs> So that leads to my question. Facts. I ain't know 120 was a real number until Russ came in here. I thought oh, that was yeah. the irrational number. Hey. Until that moment. No, that's... Talk what you can talk. 
Sell what you can sell. Hey. Worry about the rest later. So hey. the people that's really getting those things, and let's talk about the let's talk about even in your personal life. What happens to the dude that always be there for his girl, never say no? The dude that is always putting out effort to be that premier boyfriend, premier girlfriend, premier husband, premier wife. Do they always get that same return in terms of their relationship? I was just about to say, as long as it's being matched, ain't no problems with that. But reciprocate it. Yeah, <laughs> if you can reciprocate it to me, we all good. But the minute you're doing more than the other person and it starts to wear on you, you know, you're starting to physically feel it like, damn. I'm doing all this stuff and they ain't even meet me halfway. That's when the, the nagging come in, the negativity, all the bad thoughts, and it just degrades the level of the, uh, the quality of the relationship, man. But is it ever truly 50 50? Because I'm going to say, that's a bold face loud, mom. Nah, no <laughs> I've been in certain relationships where I was giving 75, she was giving 25%. I had to reevaluate. I think I made 800 million and I reevaluated oh my, my situation. <laughs> I think it got ebbs and flows, man. It got ebbs and flows. You might be. You might, as a man, you, and I'm being stereotypical here, but you may be the pockets in the relationship. You may be the breadwinner. But not nowadays, she, brother. It's not, but I said I'm being stereotypical. Oh, okay. So I'm all just right. saying, I'm just trying to illustrate an example. So like, you may be the man and you and you doing all the money side, but what is she doing? You know, is she doing all the nurturing, all the loving, all the caring, all the cooking, all the, you know what I'm saying? All those things that keep you sustained as a man, all the In supporting. order for you to get the bag? Yeah. So isn't that kind of like a hundred percent in a way, but from a different perspective? Different angle. That's facts. You got to put facts on that. That's all I'm saying. Everybody love language different. Everybody. I learned about love language and I'm all about it. So, yeah. And there's five of those in here. There is, there's gifts. There's physical touch. giving. Yeah, physical touch. Words of affirmation. Quality time. Acts of valor. And then quality time. Yeah, quality time. Fuck all that. (laughs) What? Hey, man, you got to speak the bottom line. Sales looking, man. I don't be with all that. I like to hear shit. Man, look, this is what it is. What is it, bro? I'm straight Let's forward, talk about it. Bro, look, if I fuck with you, you I fuck with you. The love language, man. What? You fuck with them? You fuck with them? I fuck with you. But what does fuck with you mean? The they got to treat you a certain it's way. It's a long way, the strong way. Give <laughs> me the long, long way. <laughs> Better stop giving me those induendos, brother. Shaking to my face like that. Fuck you talking about? They got to be able to meet you where your needs are at. And if yeah. they don't meet you there... Then how are you gonna stay inside a situation? And you being a teacher's pet, maybe I don't think you a teacher pet, Russ. Nah, I don't think. Nah. <laughs> I just I'm one of them people, bro. I get shit done. Like it ain't no sense of us. Like you know, I ain't doing the extra shit. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> so you know, you my... want it though. Yeah. What's the extra shit, Russ? All that extra shit. <laughs> Showing yeah. up at five fifty eight. We supposed to be there at six. You think you can pick him up from that point? You know what I'm. <sighs> <laughs> nah, man, that might that one might not be for me. You nah. ain't scared to tell him no, huh? You oh ain't no, scared to tell Bro, him let no. me tell you, if you a person that cannot say no or, or speak up for yourself, you will be doing all the bullshit at the Facts. end of the day. That is a fact. That's yeah, a fact. You'll get it all on you. You have to be able to say no, and you have to be able to know how to be by yourself. Yeah, because if you don't know how to be by yourself and you don't know how to say no, you're not ready for another person. That means you become codependent instead of being self reliant, sufficient. Facts. And what you love yourself, What you think, uh, like, when people, like, back in the day, right, and they used to say, like, teacher's pet, like, is that really the person that's just, like, always with the teacher? Is that the person that's just, like, doing all the extra shit? Like, how do you really define what's the teacher's pet? I think teacher's pet, back in the olden days, I would call, is, like, the person that was, like, cleaning the chalkboard, (laughs) showing up early, staying late. (laughs) Cleaning up the class. Doing the extra Helping credit. the teacher pass out the papers. 
bitch ass. All kind of little lean the line, you the line leader. <laughs> line leader. You the, you the line joke. leader, you the. Bro, I forgot they had people like that. You the one the teacher done left the room. She talking about, now watch the class. Tell me who was talking. R- writing their names down. Yeah, you write their name on the board. That, that's teacher's so who don't, So who did those people translate into later on in life? Who Snitches. <laughs> Square ass motherfuckers. Snitches. Motherfuckers. <laughs> Fucking psychos. He said the line leaders. That caught me. That caught line me. I remember leaders, the line leaders. I forgot about the line that. Leaders, I was line leaders. The line leader. I'm first. I'm first. You put that thing on. Yeah. <laughs> the ones that was the fire marshal. They used to have that little vest on. That's the one that sat on front of the bus. <laughs> Everybody wanted to be a line leader at least once. And you know what? I never was a fan of like sitting in the back of the bus. So what were you? The front? In the middle. You was the middle? Yeah. Get a little bit boat action, you know? Yo, boat I think action, it's better for you to be a boat action kid. Because then you become well-rounded. You know about the studio side, but you also know about the shit that happened in the back of the bus. Yeah, I want my kid. I was in the middle. You better get in the middle. I want my kid. I was in the middle. If you were in the front, you if you in the front, you you too good. You a teacher's pet. Fuck out of here, If you in the back, you about that freaky action. And what if you show up to school? Like I always had this like this like my ultimate fear, right? I show up to school and I meet my kids' friends and they're just like some squares. I'm gonna be like, dog. I'm gonna be so hurt. Bro, you too judgmental, bro. I'm gonna be so hurt. Where's the love? Like it's Cooper. Where's the love? Nah, nah. I'm just fucking with y'all. I'm just fucking with y'all. No, you not. I'm just fucking with y'all. No, you not. You gonna you gonna sit your nah. son or daughter to the side and say, "Listen, I, I want to talk about your friends." Nah, nah, I'm not gonna. Do I don't that. want to buy the house. <laughs> you gonna be that daddy? Nah, nah, I'm not. Don't gonna, bring your I friends around this house when I ain't here. That's <laughs> no love. I just always thought about that. Like, uh, what would be my reaction? I probably, I mean, I probably don't give a fuck. But still, it just be probably, it might be funny as fuck because I've been thinking about this my whole like non-child life. <laughs> Yo, I had one time my mom came up to me and said, "Why do you always have those type of friends?" And I got so angry. I'm like, what do you mean what type of friend? They're like, they're just always out in the street. I'm like, they're out in the street, but I'm home. And you ask me to be home, though, right? Hey. She was like, you right. You right. I'm doing what I'm supposed to I'm do. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. So the, the motto is, and this is my question to y'all, is it always better? And we may have answered this before, but is it always better to be in the middle of the pack? Even at work. If you're the overachiever, people's going to look for you to do work because then they can hide under you. If you're an underachiever, you're going to be exposed. <laughs> So what is wrong with the middle of the pack? I feel like uh, the middle of the pack, of course, has its pros and cons. You know, you're not you're not overlooked, but the spotlight is definitely not on you. So it's easier to blend in in the middle of the pack. You can see what's going on, you know, towards like the front of the line, so to speak. You can see like how much effort or how much things are or people are effort or, while people are putting in. In the front of the line, that's the reason why they up there. And then you also know who you're working harder than because they behind you. The only problem with that is, like I alluded to earlier, like eventually you could blend in a little too much and then you would get overlooked. Man, that's why I love being black, especially in corporate America. Because look, <laughs> what? You, can be, you can be in the middle of the pack, yeah. do what you got to do. You feel what I'm saying? Hit your targets, hit your goals. Make sure you're networking with the right people. You always gonna stick out because you you you're you're the few, bro. I agree with you, but I disagree with you, Russ. I, I feel yeah. like being a minority in the workplace, you gotta overextend, and if you don't, you're not even gonna be recognized at all because you sort of invisible in a sense. Because yeah. most of the things you don't relate to them with anyway. So if you don't come out and say, "Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna come earlier than you," 
going to leave later than you. Or I'm going to hit my numbers as 120% rather than the standard as 100. You at the line now at that point in time. And that's yeah. where I think the tax come from. We always call it black tax. And that's yeah. the thing. Like, yo, you got to be taxed. Yeah, yeah. Because if I'm not out here, they're going to look at me. Now they have a they have a reason. Not a reason to hate me. Not a new reason like that. But now it's just another barrier that's created based on my work ethic. And I'll be damned <laughs> if you my work ethic get goes me. Down. Yeah, you ain't going to get like, me like you that. Like, you getting 100%, you going to look bad. You going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck you talking about? <laughs> I bet 400, baby. <laughs> Great Bambino in this. You talking about still talking about now? If you come in there with hundred percent, not only is your supervisor gonna look at you funny, everybody else is gonna be like, like, see, look at this motherfucker. He thought he was. A, but if you stay at hundred and twenty, you gravy. Ain't nobody gonna say nothing to you. And now you running shop. That's just my facts. Pull up, <laughs> pull up. So my my question to y'all is, and this is a very important question, especially in this day and age, especially with y'all ladies out here. Yeah, I'm gonna speak factual. We on you. We on you. I feel like y'all would rather be well-known, famous, rather to be good at what you do. Fact. Say it one more time for me. I feel like yeah. you'd rather be more well-known out here in these streets, whether that's Instagram, whether that's anything to publicize yourself, rather than being consistent in what you do. I know a lot of ladies and a lot of people out here. Let me not just strictly it on to ladies. A lot of dudes do it, too. Y'all out here in these streets. <laughs> but when it comes to what you're supposed to do at home, you lacking. And IG kind of emphasizes our strengths and doesn't really talk about our weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Facts. Facts, man. So at the end of the day, what, what do y'all think? You think a lot of people out here just trying to be well-known? Or are there still a few of us out here, I'm going to call it the minority, in a sense, that say, like what Russ just said, I'm about my numbers. If my numbers is good, I'm good. I don't care about the shine. Because for me, I want a little diamond ring on my pinky, right? But that's just going to bring attention. But the purpose is going to be I worked hard enough <laughs> to get this motherfucking diamond ring on my pink. I feel like being known now, no, I mean, not even women. It is a, 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 a like a big women thing right now. But then you got a lot of dudes who are doing that now, bro. They just want to be known. You got the male groupies. <laughs> That's the smallest spade to say, dog. You ever been around a male groupie? Oh, yeah. No <laughs> homo. He said, oh, yeah. Yo, G, you ever been around a male groupie? Oh, no, bro. <laughs> You've been around male groupie. I just had to search my mind like, what? <laughs> you got to so, think about that, bro. Think about that. I'm thinking and I'm the trying The same to... way, say if you got a section in the club, it's the same dude that you might not even really be that cool Nah, with. dog. If you a dude and oh, I got a section nah. in the club and you migrate over to me, that's a male groupie. I'm chopping you in your chin. There's you no fucking way you're supposed to. Where's your table? That's a male groupie. Yeah, I've seen a lot of those. Yeah. Guys. That's a thing these days. So what? So like what? What they say? They come up, give you that. What up, my G? I see you out here. Yeah, actually, trying to to post up. Like, yeah, what's up, my G? I see you out here. What you got over here? Yo, y'all got some old over here, bro. And then me, my dumb ass, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be chilling, be chilling, be chilling. Yo, what what y'all sipping on? Boy is an opportunist. Yo, just put me on. Got him. Gotcha. (laughs) Because for me, y'all know love is love for me. So if you come up and I'm cool with you, I'm like, yeah, go ahead, take that. But now that you said it. He he don't got the epiphany like uh, <laughs> the Jewish dude and coming to America. Oh, fucking legions. So how do you how do you break that barrier? Now I gotta start saying no to these. I mean, you just gotta I don't know how to do me. that, bro. You crazy? Hey. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. Maybe I'm the teacher's pet. I don't know how to say no. Is oh, that the problem? Is, Is that you? the real issue? I think it's me. <laughs> Hi. Is it you?
This advertisement is brought to you by Alki Consulting Group. The Alki Consulting Group is a management consulting agency. Our consultants advise startups and adolescent stage organizations in business strategies, innovation, business development, risk management, and more. By defining the present and securing the future, the Alki Consulting Group represents a clear mission to revolutionize and personalize the management consulting business for the digital age, ensuring consistency, accountability, and strategic alignment are attainable and affordable. From the seed idea to the final product, ACG uniquely focuses on operational advancement through process design and procedure documentation. Contact one of our professionals today for a free consultation. But on some shit, I think this is a perfect opportunity to go into facts because I feel like that was a fact about myself that I just said. But the fact of the matter is, at the end of the day, if you are the best, someone is going to eventually come for your crown. We can talk about this in all industries. If you are the okay. best, someone is eventually going to go to your crown. And y'all know my point of view, LeBron 2032. <laughs> they couldn't wait for this man to fuck up. They couldn't wait. Now they all on his head talking about, uh, you ain't bring the Lakers to the playoff. The man missed 18 games. And this is a testament to any industry that you're in. Or like I just mentioned before about your personal life. That's why I think it's sometimes good to fuck up a little bit in a relationship. Because if you're giving too much, they're going to expect too much. And then when you expect too much, you take shit for granted. Right. Facts. That was two facts and one for you Because if you're at the best at anything, someone's going to come for your crown and possibly hate on you. Like you just said, Russ, like, I ain't even know there was male groupies until right now. Weird, weirdos <laughs> Russ you, you sat on You sat in On too many male groupies Now at this point So do, do Do y'all feel like that Let's talk about basically Basically in the In the in, in the personal space About you being too good For something And let's say Your your girls <laughs> Friends come around And they see how good you are You feel like they try to Poke holes <laughs> In your situation Because they see that you Too good Oh, they definitely be. Envying. Oh, you know they trying to see. They trying to see. Is this boy real? Like, so they testing you. Oh, they testing you off rip. If this their first time meeting you, oh for sure. They they definitely testing you. But what's the? I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna let y'all ladies know that we understand and we notice the testing. Oh, we know the games now. Nah. The first question is, so what's up with you? What you been up to? What you doing? Shit. Yeah, ain't nothing. Now I'm working, man. Working. <laughs> That's a nigga favorite response. Working. So what you be doing? Working, chilling. <laughs> Two words. Only thing you gonna get. That's you gonna yeah. say. You don't be doing nothing else. Shit, working out every night. Like yeah, that. yeah. Girl, he lying. Yeah. <laughs> he cool. You know you was out with Ronnie last night. <laughs> you know I see Ronnie every week. Man. No. <laughs> Yo, but those are, that's the script that y'all normally say. It's a fact, man. If there's certain things in your life that you do, there's somebody that's gonna come for your crown. That's why I say. If you're in the middle of the pack, you're able to make more decisions. You're able to make more accurate decisions. You're able to take that jump. You're able to keep it real or keep it kind. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm talking about? You're able to beef with somebody and still go ahead and say, yo, I'm a castaway. I really don't know how shit really going out here in these streets. But you're able to do that if you're not as exposed to a lot of different things, man. This advertisement is brought to you by City Boy Barbecue. City Boy aims to serve delicious barbecue while promoting positive community and economic growth. 
within our community. We have always had a desire to become entrepreneurs and better our circumstances, and City Boy Barbecue gives us a chance to do just that. By servicing festivals in inner city Los Angeles, we tried to build relationships within our own community. Hashtag City Boy Barbecue. Hashtag Who Said City Boy Can't Be Barbecue. To learn more, visit the Instagram at City Boy Barbecue. That is at City Boy B O I B B Q. Or visit our website, CityBoyBarbecue.com. I want to go ahead and go into love is love. That's one of my favorite topics, to be perfectly honest with you. Because I always say the same shit. That means I don't really wave off of some shit like that. I do want to say, though, if you're a teacher's pet, you got places in this world, too. Okay? (laughs) We're not just out here talking about, because you know who you are. The one that erased the board after, after, after the class. The one that was the line leader. Cleaning a fish tank. You cleaning a fish tank. Listen, I didn't know there was male groupies until Russ pointed them out. So obviously, love is love with me. See what I'm saying? Just don't come in and drink all the Syrah. You see what I'm saying? I hate that. Like, don't drink all the Syrah. Take a cup and then go back to what you was doing. You could come back. There's going to be a different set of girls coming through. Like, you could, there's a different set that comes through. You just sparked something in me, Russ. Nah, I just really had this epiphany. Anyway, Uh comedy is life. Life is comedy. It's life comedy. That's always my love is love statement. G, what you got on that? Man, I'm going to hit y'all with uh, starting today. I need to forget what's gone, appreciate what still remains, and look forward to what's coming next. Like that. <laughs> so you about in, you in the present. Yeah. Appreciate it right now, man. Appreciate what still remains in your life, the people around you. And your situation. You got to embrace it. Know that it's only temporary and continue to move forward. You know, forget what's in the past. Not so much like to where you don't want to remember it. But, you know, forget forget your past mistakes, your past failures and stuff like that. And just keep on stepping on. And then look forward to the future, man. Look forward. Get ready for that blessing. It's coming. You just got to work towards it and believe. What you got on that, Russ? Keep tracing your purpose, man. That's Mm -hmm. me. I'm... You got to focus yourself and you got to go after and figure out what's your purpose. I mean, that don't happen overnight. That don't happen next year. It may take you to you 50, 60 to figure out what your purpose was in life. But I feel like if you continually chasing your purpose in life, then you're going to figure out who you are. And all you teachers' pets out there who ask and you're going to collect the homework, fuck you. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That was so Y'all crazy. Think of, yo, I ain't never do this in the history of the Cubby. <laughs> no, let's take a break. I think that was a first. Was that a first? I ain't never seen Russ angry ever. <laughs> Obviously, the teacher's pet done hit a nerve. Boy, hit you with a PSA. <laughs> All I'm saying is, <laughs> be a teacher's pet if that's where you comfortable at. I think it is way more advantageous for you to be who you are. I know Russ said... Remember to always retrace, right, Russ? Retrace that 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 initiative and that push that you're putting out. But at the end of the day, you are able to make more decisions if you are cognizant of what are your priorities. Some people put a lot of priorities at work, put a lot of priorities at work. Some people put a lot of priorities in their relationships. I know a lot of people that put their relationships above everything else. And I, honest, I honestly understand it, and I think that is good. 
for anyone to do. Because if you don't have that core foundation and that stability, I don't know what you're doing out here in these streets. So be a teacher's pet. If you're going to be a teacher's pet, <laughs> be a teacher's pet for your significant other. Let's yeah. go ahead and put that in there. We need teacher's pet in this world. Don't get it wrong. We need y'all. <laughs> nah, y'all. man. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> y'all, y'all set the benchmark sometimes. Shit. <laughs> Fuck you. Make sure I always, I got to make sure I Always over-exceed you. <laughs> yo, over-exceed your ass. Yo, yo, the teacher's pet be the one that makes you show up on time. Not not, not even the, Thanks, bro. the supervisor. The supervisor be late. I know T-Lee going to be in class first. Let me hurt my ass. I'm about to beat him today. Fuck yo, it. The teacher's pet be the one keep you in line because they always there in the middle of the class looking at you like, damn, he late. And if you not early or on time, they going to tell. They the ones that also get mad if you beat them to class. Oh, they hate it. <laughs> They hate it. They hate it because they know you're not putting in that same energy they, they put in. They showing but you up better. even earlier. You'd be like, God damn. Like, no, like, yo, I, I could write too. Like, damn, you ain't not the only one in this class that could write. What you talking about? I could get A's too. Fuck wrong with you. And then they storm off with their book in their hand close. You ever Tight. see somebody clutched? Tight. <laughs> clutched. You ever see somebody storm off with their book in their hand? Clutched. And they and they moved the desk a little bit and they thought it was soft, but it was loud as shit. Damn, fuck out of here. <laughs> Make all the little screech noise. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> they don't walk out the class. Yo, I used to die laughing, yo. But I'm an asshole. Don't worry about that. But this is supposed to be love is love. You know what I mean? So whatever that love is, who be whoever you are, because who you are is what makes the world what it is today. So I'm going to end off on that. Love is love. <laughs> we are. Let's talk about it. The shorty told me get about the corner. Mama told me get about the corner. My brother with me standing on the corner. We slang a pack of smoke of marijuana. Cause all I know is young and gon' get it. And forever get money is the me shit. That concludes our episode of The Teacher's Pet. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for all the support. Thank you for all the acknowledgement. We really appreciate all our listeners out there. I think we gave a lot of tools and tips and just brought awareness to how you think about yourself and whether or not Teacher's Pet are here to stay or are we hustling backwards. There's a lot of different things that we did speak about in this episode, so hopefully you guys did enjoy it. I'm here just as a quick public service announcement. Just to say, if you do want to find the Cubby Cast, you can always hit up up on our Instagram, on IG, that is at the Cubby Cast. Also on Facebook, the Cubby. You can email us at thecubbycast at gmail.com. Check out our website, just launched, fresh, new, fresh out the oven, www.welcometothecubby.com. Once again, that is www.welcometothecubby.com. What can you find there? You can find exclusives. You can find bios of the cast. You can find all the things that we're doing. And of course, our merchandise. We are launching our merchandise. Make sure you get your Cubby hats just to acknowledge that you are a supporter of the Cubby. So check that out. Our website that is newly fresh off the press. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. (laughs) Also, for all of our anticipated podcasters out there, if you do want to be a part of our Cubby network, that is a platform that we are launching to the public. Just to acknowledge and give face to everybody that would like to either host, produce, manage, become a part of our universe. You can hit us up at our email at thecubbycast at gmail.com. We'll be able to consult you through the process. So please, if you are out there, we all have to stand together. So 
as I always sign off. As your host, T. Lou, do what it do, represent the Covey guys. Love is love. Facts. Let's talk about it.